Hey guys, it's your host, Seth Goldstein, with Juicy Divas, Confessions of a Limo Driver. And I have a very juicy, important announcement. Ever wonder how cool and refreshing it would be to hear your own voice on iTunes? Your podcast made at a touch of a button? If you haven't heard about Anchor, you are totally missing out. It's the most easiest way to make a podcast super practical, and best part of all, it's free. It even has creation tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone on the go or computer in the comfort of your own home, guys. What's even better, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money for your podcast with minimum listenership. It's really that easy. Everything you need to make a podcast in one place. What are you waiting for? Download your free Anchor app or simply go to anchor.fm to get started. Until next time, thank you. Goodbye. Hey, gang. Welcome to another Juicy Divas Confessions of a Limo Driver. Your host, (laughs) Seth Goldstein and Jim Francius bring you another great, great episode. Today, our guest, is a very distinguished actress. Beautiful, may I add, a beautiful actress, director. She's a singer, producer. Let's give it up for Laura Fuino. Hi, Laura. <laughs> Hi, thank you. What a great introduction. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there any way of doing it, really? I mean, I decided I'd do a virtual red carpet since I'm not there with you in person. Um, you know, we're mm-hmm. here ethically, so it, it works just as well. How are you today? Tell me. How are you doing? I love it. I love it. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Everything's going well. You know, just That's always fantastic. seeing the light even through the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> wow. To the pandemic. Yes. We're, we're, we are definitely in the other end of it. So it feels great. Yes. It's almost fair to say that we're out of the woods. So that said, yeah, it feels good. Thank you for Thank you for coming on. Honestly, it's a great honor. As you know, we've known each other since what? Like at least a good seven years since you were out in Studio City. You lived out of Studio City back then. Um, right. That's right. Yeah, it's been a while, but I have always been like a, I'm pretty geeked out right now because you are on the wonderful one of the many things you worked on. It's one of the great films, classics of all times if you will and that's uh say hello to my little friend <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes was, wow right right that was quite the experience um especially because i was only 17 years old and still in high school what? doing the play greece at my high school i was playing rizzo and um my friend angel um who had been you know a struggling actor got the big break to play al pacino's best friend um and scarface chi chi Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, Angel was, you know, brought me out there to meet everyone, my mother as well. We were really close. And then, you know, we went back and Brian De Palma said, why don't you ever do a little part in this, you know, bring her back. And so, uh, yeah, so I was so, you know, I couldn't believe it. I was so excited. So I had to leave the play I was doing, but they were very, they were so excited for me as well. And um, so th- that's how I came to California. I was from upstate New York, and that brought me here. So we were filming, and uh, we ended up filming, filming in Santa Barbara. 
And okay. my part was like two days. It was hard. Yeah, it was small. But that ended up dragging out three weeks being with everyone because it kept raining. So I got to know everyone really well. And it was oh, so much fun. And I always had been a big fan of Al Pacino. I mean, I was obsessed with Al Pacino. And I, so yeah. I couldn't believe I was working with him, you know. Did you pitch yourself on more than one occasion? Like wondering, is this real? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. I did. And um, he was very gracious. And I loved watching him work because he would, you know, he would stay uh, doing his accent. Even, even when we were done filming, he just kept that going. He didn't stop. So he was in the character 24-7, so it was wonderful watching how he worked. And then we had a great um, party for the cast and crew, and he sat right next to me, and, you know, we, Angel and I were dancing, and, you know, he's like, you're making me look bad. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we had, we had such a great time. It was really unforgettable. And oh, it really, yeah, I'm jealous. Brought I'm jealous. To Los Angeles. Wow. Yes, so, that's why so, I'm here. Like, overnight success story okay so okay so this this happens to be like one of very few we have to remind our audience that it's one of the very few instances where this occurs yes um not yeah, every story has this sort of luck you know where you get tacit it's possible but it doesn't always happen right so it's a misconception like people think you reach stardom overnight type well, of deal and oh, it takes a lot of work yes yeah well you know it wasn't actually started it was a small part but my friend angel actually you know i have to give him all the credit because he he's sure. the one who did it for me you know um and so yeah. we actually all moved out to california <clears throat> angel my mother um we you know and i and um so then i um actually started going to lee strasberg acting institute when i moved out here after high school wow and uh, it, Lee, Lee Strasberg had just passed away. So I was studying with Susan Peretz, who was an amazing teacher. Um, oh. Amnon Meskel, who was another amazing teacher from Israel. They both passed now, but they were just like iconic. And yeah. um, I loved it. I really loved it. Yeah. So, so you move out here and of course, um, you know, you get the action, the acting bug, you catch it like, wow, this is really going somewhere. Now I can really take off. I'm going to get, the training, right? You have to have training. Mm -hmm. um, you fell more and more in love with the with the craft. But just before right. this, back up a little bit back to Scarface. You um, you guys had a good sense of camaraderie. Yes, like I imagine all you guys had a good time on there. It felt like it felt like a big family when it was all said and done. It did. It did. It did. And I always always I always had done theater since I was a little girl and I put on my own plays in the backyard, directed them, put it together, got the cast <laughs> together. And then I did school plays and theater and singing. I was, you know, when I was young, I was very, very shy, believe it or not. <laughs> I was very, very shy. And then acting kind of, you know, uh, helped me get out of my shell basically. Cause um, when I was on stage, I changed. I transformed on stage. You so, sure did, I bet, yeah. So, yeah, so I studied here at Lee Strauss. I mean, being on set, yeah, being on set with everyone um, was great. Gino Silva, the skull, he's the one that kills Al Pacino in the end. Him and I became great friends. Yeah. He he loved photography as well and did some beautiful pictures of my daughter and myself um, when she was small. And um, he just passed away last year, but he, he was away. a phenomenal say. actor. Yeah, Amazing person. Really Amazing person, just a giant. I mean, everyone there has, was really unique and special. And I felt so honored to be even there, a part of it. You know, it was just a, oh, it was yeah, a dream come true. That is a dream come true. 
And then the scene they did, they put it in all the trailers. They like it was in all the trailers, like me running down the hill with this peach dress on. Uh-huh. I've <laughs> so seen yeah, that. I I've seen that because you have it somewhere on your Instagram. Yes. So, yes. I usually wait that till the to like pretty much the tail end of the of the conversation. But since we're on it, what's your Instagram so people can follow you from the get-go? How about that? Yeah, just go to Laura Fuino. That's just my name. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, hey, it's just my name. No big deal. My name. <laughs> and now you're born in New York. Um, you lived in Italy. Yes. 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 Okay. Tell was us about. That. Yeah, when I was around twenty years, twenty-one years old, I got cast in a movie there. Um, at the time, that's a long story. It was kind of in and out of a relationship with Christian Brando, Marlon Brando's son. So, anyways, they cast me in this okay. film, and then the the producer wanted to meet Christian, so I introduced him to Christian. And so, and then Christian introduced him to his two friends. So we all ended up going to Italy for like two months to do this film in the Southern Italy. It was, it was amazing. It was beautiful. And um, I had been there twice before and I knew eventually I would live there because that's where I felt like my heart was and fit my personality the most. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Christian actually, uh, after we filmed, he came back here and so did the friends. And I remained in Italy and continued to do um, movies there and also I was in a regular at a television show we did like 93 shows but it was a variety show singing and dancing and then the wow. other one we did films too there and um and tours singing so I was like this is great you know because in LA it wasn't it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be when I moved here so there yeah. I was working continuously doing co-productions with America um doing a film with Sophia Loren a film with Burt Lancaster so I was working wow these, yeah so it was like it was I loved it and then things kind of um you know um slowed down I had started writing my own my own scripts that I wanted to get produced and wanted you no know, my own projects going back to when I was small doing those plays in the backyard putting organizing them putting them together creating creating this show now you um, mentioned Brando. Did you ever meet Marlon Brando, his pops? I did. Actually, our first date, um, he brought uh -huh. me on his father. I was so nervous. <laughs> and um, he goes, Why are you nervous? You know, he was like, so he he really interrogated me. Um, and he but he tried to put me at ease and everything. So he was, you know, nice that yeah. way. Actually, um, he really trusted me. I was the only person allowed in the house, you know. Um, he had a list wow. of people, he was very strict about who entered his home. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was very strict about that. So he was a very special kind of person. Yeah, that's what I hear from other people that interacted with him daily. Yeah, yeah, he, um, yeah, he. I mean, he was always very kind to me, um, and especially when I got Christian the film. You know, and we we did this wow. film together. Christian went before me, so Marilyn Brando called me at like six in the morning, wanted to know more about yeah. it, and my mother's like, you know, who are you talking to at six in the morning? And I'm like, oh, Marilyn Brando. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Okay, honey, let me get some. Let me go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, we were talking like an hour, about an hour on the phone. So he just uh, wanted to know all the details, and um, you know, he'd always talk about me. someone staying in character, huh? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, what a great story! He around, yeah, he hung around the house with his bathrobe on. You know. <laughs> Like a true gangster could. Only <laughs> he could do such a thing. Well, him and Hefner, that's a whole other story. Um, so so you you come okay, so let's uh let's move fast forward, you come back to the States. You're right. in Los Angeles. Right. Um, and you begin to produce tell us some of some of your productions you've done and commercials yeah. you've been a part of. 
Sure. Um, I've done a lot of music videos, um, my own music videos and my daughter's music video. We did one about bullying when she was like 13 because, you know, she had some experiences and she wanted to make a difference. So we actually write a lot of songs together, which I love doing that. It's like we just bounce off each other. It's like magic. And um, so we did this Amazing. video and actually they started showing it in all the schools, not all the schools, but many schools. And yes, I remember that. I remember that video. You, you, you shared that and I need to cut you off. You had shared that with me, right. and I thought, I thought it was real impactful. Oh. So it was shown around the, the district, Alley Unified School District. Yeah, right, right. And then Ellen, um, Ellen put it on her website. Very cool. So she, she, they picked it up, and then, um, and then after that, I did a short film that I wrote and directed based on my life, basically, <laughs> and that went to some film festivals. And you know, did, it did okay. I mean, it was. I mean, the story. Everyone that sees it says the story is very touching. So. You know, it was my first time directing a short film and I wrote it and directed it. Okay, so this, where can we find it for those it, that are listening? Sure, it's on uh, YouTube. It's called The Dance. The Dance. The Dance. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. And and um, that's yeah. awesome. You directed, produced it, and acted in it, yes? And wrote it and wrote it too. Yeah. I co produced it. Wrote it. Yeah, I co produced it. Okay, very cool. And, and so, you know, of these. Um, Obviously, you, you touched on, on, on bullying, and bullying is, is uh, I'm starting to notice, you know, that a lot of, during the pandemic, a lot of folks, a lot of kids were feeling um, bullied because they were at home, and, you know, their only um, outlet was the internet, and so yeah. a lot of times, cyberbullying going on, and I heard it went up, there was a... Um, really? That's terrible. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, really. You no, know, it all starts at home, I think, you know... Um, I do. I think it starts at home, like when children see, you know, if they see fighting or they're unhappy or feel misunderstood, then they'll go out and take out their anger on someone else, you know. And yeah. um, you got to be careful. There's a lot of even people that pretend to be your friends, you know, and they're secret haters. I mean, that happens yeah. all the time. I mean, online, in life. I mean, it, it never ends. <laughs> you well, just got to be I careful. Think... <laughs> but they always show their face sooner or later, you know, their true colors. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's so true. That's that's so true. I mean, you you really, really hit a, a hot spot there. Um, this this whole thing of folks that are like sheep or, or were like wolves dressed in sheepskin that right. come around and sort of suck out all your energy and <clears throat> the goodwill and your friends and whatnot right. just to try to right. see how you can get them places and whatnot. Yeah, it's it's a it's an age old problem, really. It happened right. to me, too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, you yeah. just got to be careful and, you know, um, sometimes it's hard to detect, but, you know, after, like I said, yeah. you know, they will show their true colors eventually. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really part of who you surround yourself with. I think you have to surround yourself with positive people, you know, people doing always, good things. Always. I, I don't think anybody, I don't see how anybody would want to, to double cross Laura Fuino. You know? I know. How dare they? You know what I mean? You're just <laughs> I am such a dedicated friend. It's a friend. You know? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. But but um yeah, you you definitely definitely um more so than ever we need positivity as our country is divided. Right. And there's been we're plagued by um several things happening, occurrences happening throughout the nation and worldwide really. But but here um here at home at our footsteps. So it's very important. 
So how do you keep yourself positive? What's your day look like? Like, tell me, you want to know how do you get up and what are so all the layers of your, of your life? <laughs> I'll start at nighttime. At nighttime, my daughter and I do an exercise routine together. We do yoga and we do um, yoga with Adrian. And then we do aloe moves. They have exercise classes. So, um, you know, she That's keeps amazing. me going. And then um, we write songs a lot together. Like, we write a lot of songs. And I've been working on my scripts as well. Um, I also dabble in real estate, so I, you know, I, I have done that too. And well, you're um, very successful at that too, by the way. I mean, you know, it's keeping me going. Thank, thank God, you know, I've been able to, you know, maintain and, and flourish. So I'm happy about that. And, um, so, you know, during the pandemic, we wrote a lot, we wrote a lot. We, you know, we, we created a little studio here, um, exercise, you know, all the equipment for exercising, you know, all the, like the dumbbells and things like that, just mats and yoga and classes. So we had our own little exercise thing going on here, studio. Um, and so that's how we kept positive during the pandemic. It's just keeping creative, just keeping it, you know, creative, trying not to dwell and, you know, in the negativity and just live in gratitude. I mean, for me, that's yeah. the key. Like you were talking about, the, you mentioned before, you know, for me, gratitude is so important, you know, like, for everything, sure. every thing. And that for me is the key to success because to be grateful for, to be grateful for every little thing, every person in your life, every little thing. That's what I've learned. I mean, it took me time to learn that because when you're young, you know, you don't really sure. think about that sure. so much. <laughs> for granted. That's so true. Like, you know, through the ebb and flow of life and whatnot or relationships, you learn quite a bit. I got to say, mm -hmm. I have had my, um, you know, my share, my fair share of, uh, craziness happened in my life and right. you know, it, it, it's through those times that I've learned finally that you know less is more um, for me anyway you know I and I'm grateful and um I measure success with a different type of measuring stick what do you measure success with by the way that's a good question while we're at it right well that's what I said like you know I measure it with um uh, the, with gratitude, because if you're if you're all right, if you're home complaining about your life and complaining about everything, I mean that's so easy to fall into. But if you can look at things that you're grateful about, like you know, um, and focus on those things, and right. um, I think that's you know, like like someone that makes cheese in Italy, the Romaggio, right? And he's happy yeah. making the cheese. I mean, for him, you know, yeah. that's success, you know, because he's grateful for his business. Let, let me let me interject a little about. You know what? My father, my dad, who worked at the San Anita racetrack for many, many years, mm -hmm. retired from that. In fact, um, I met a lot of cool jockeys, and that's another story I'll have to tell you about that at some point. Mm -hmm. But um, my dad, you know, he um, he was kind of like the punch in early in the morning and then get out, like, you know, the nine to five sort of. Right, right. And then get out and then live life. And his life was the simple things. My dad has never asked for anything, and mm -hmm. he's to be happy he seems to arrive at at happiness right. uh, i on the other hand i was always a hustler and um you know you have to hustle and spe specifically here in los angeles you have to hustle in order to stay afloat because things are pretty pricey here and they just oh, yeah. getting more and more expensive but what i mean is sometimes uh, we hustle and we we want the better things and it's okay to want all the fine things that life has to offer but mm -hmm. I find that for me, my happiness is finally, I'm finally arrived too with less. Like I have a place, you know, with the pool. Uh, when I was a kid, I only dreamed of that. I grew up, you know, in a poor, in a barrio in, in LA. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I didn't have a pool. And now that I have a pool, I don't even want to swim in the pool. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll swim in that pool. <laughs> I don't care about yeah. If you want, you guys can come and swim. I, heck, I was thinking, my girl's like, watch you like rent out the pool and see the pool. Like, <laughs> Rent the pool for hours, just sit out, and they go, no, 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 that's like somebody else is stolen that idea because there's a guy that sits here. It sits here. I swear to God, I can swear that he—that's what he's doing in order to make extra money. He sits out by the pool, and these strangers come in, and I go, oh, wow. the, you know that. Well, you know, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. I couldn't believe it. I heard, I've heard of that. That's that's. Really yeah, funny. it happens. <laughs> Your neighbors hate your neighbor. It's, it's like they look at me like, uh, is this the manager? Is this like code? Is it supposed right. to be something? Right. But anyway, let's get back to Laura Fuino. Um, you know, you and I have known each other for a long time, which is why we go off on on tangents. Specifically, me. <laughs> I do have a bunch of questions that I, I wanted to ask you. Um. You know your new show. I want to. I want to. I want to uh, dive into two two big ones. I want to save, uh, obviously, Valentina, your daughter. I want to. I want to hear about singing and 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 everything. And I want to sort of close with that because that's just your daughter. I mean, nothing comes more sure. precious than the two. Yeah. So I want to talk about Bruna in Beverly Hills. Yes. Well, thank you. Um, yes, it's a sitcom I wrote a long time ago. And it's just gone through a lot of changes. Sat on the shelf, you know. I've written other things, kind of forgot about it. Um, then, um, like some years ago, we had I had someone interested, and we um, we 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 rewrote it. So now we are um, filming it um, here and in Italy. And we have the cast. We have Ron Moss. Um, he was in the Bold and Beautiful oh. for twenty five years. Amazing sure. person, amazing actor. Just so mm-hmm. beautiful. He's part of our cast. And we have um, Kim Koff, who's an actress, and she's co-writing a lot of the episodes with me because we have to write more than one. So it's nice to um, it's nice to bounce off other people. I like I like writing together. It's, it's a lot. Sure. Um, and then um, we have, but my daughter's going to play a part, Valentina Kamenov. We have Luca mm-hmm. Riemer, who was on a show in Italy for a while, and he's an amazing actor, so funny. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, he's a child. He's funny. We have, yeah, we have Tina Hillstrom. She's also uh, an actress, um, really great. And so I'm really happy with the cast. And we have um, we have Joe Bono directing it right now. But you know, like we might have di- different directors in the future, or you know, stick with the same one. It just depends how it evolves. We don't know. Right now, we're sure. just we're just doing this, and we want to sell it. If you know, worst comes to worst, it'll be a, a streaming. But um, I believe yeah. we can sell it because it's really good. It's really funny. And I think we need sure. a comedy now. We need some more comedies. Yeah. We need more comedy relief in this crazy novella that we're living in. Yes, people need to distract themselves and just like laugh, you know? I mean, I'm laughing writing it, so. <laughs> a little bit of, of the, the premise to the story. What's the story about a maid, right? Yes, or someone she's that. Really made. She, made she's, she's like she's like an actress that lives in Italy and she, she's going with this political mafiosa guy and, um, they get they get in, they get in a fight because he's going back to his wife and she knows things that you know only she knows and so he tells her you know get out of here go you know and so she tells him she's, he's a liar so she she runs she flies to Beverly Hills and hopes to find her brother who's a gigolo there and he goes <laughs> find it both ways you know so he's he's very opportunist kind of very really funny so she hooks up with this family in Beverly Hills to work for them as a domestic which she's never done before. Um, mm-hmm. to kind of hide out and kind of, you know, get the feel mm-hmm. of the new area. And, um, and she kind of turn, turns her life upside down because um, 
she's one that says it like like it is and she mixes up the words and causes problems and um <laughs> you know, the wife is always trying to fire her but then sometimes you know sometimes um, they'll do things together and be accomplices <laughs> and be accomplices sometimes but then she kind of goes in and out with her love hate for bruna um so it, it just kind of evolves but there's there's a lot of fun things that happen and you know they're very very spoiled daughter in beverly hills and you know it so, reminds me of uh, of cousin Balky, or was it the Perfect Strangers in the eighties? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's like yeah, like a bit of an accent, and things were just always running into problems. Right, 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 right. 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 So she's like she's kind of hiding her past life, you know, and her right. brother is too, and so um, he's everyone has a secret basically in this show. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow, that's brilliant. Got <laughs> it. From the outside in, and it's like, oh my god, I can hardly wait to see it out there. And, and yeah, I, I want to see, I want to see you uh, on there, and I'm going to be so happy. Um, for first and foremost, because I know you, and you're a great person. You've been a good friend of mine. And then, and then, obviously, your creative, your creativity. Yes, and I'm playing Bruna. I'm playing Bruna. I, right. I, you know, I do it with an Italian accent. So, um, uh, can, can you? Can you say something in, in Italian or like the way you would or the way you would? Certo, certo. Possiamo parlare in italiano, se vuoi. Tu parli in italiano. E certo che parlo in italiano. Anche tu allora. Bravo. Oh. <laughs> wow, that was great. <laughs> My God, it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm going to an Italian restaurant just for that. Yes. I know. I love it. I, 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 that is that is great. And then before you can, before we we leave or we go, we run out of time. Which sure. I, I, you know, still have a few more minutes. We got actually another 10, 15, or a whole a whole day for that matter, really. But um, you can <laughs> sing for us. I would like you to sing one of your songs, and then, um, or even now, if you if you could sing one of your your your. Uh, I know you had the song "Circular." Was it "Circular Motion"? Oh, that, or? that wasn't a song. That was just uh, the name of the group I was in. "Circular Rubbing oh. Motion." <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm gonna sing something. Great to me with the song. Yeah, and then we could talk about your wonderful daughter Valentina, who I want to hear all about. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what song to, to you kind of caught me off guard. <laughs> what song to sing? Oh, see, uh, you didn't see that one coming, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's see. Um, okay. When I first saw you, I couldn't say a word. Without me speaking, I knew you understood. From that day on, I've never been the same. Could it be love? Making me this way. So that's one. <laughs> Holy cow, do you have vocals, young lady? Yeah, it goes, it goes, glance, glances glaring in the dark. Wonder what it's all about. Glances glaring in the dark. In this trance, there's no way out. Wow. Okay, you draw inspiration from your daughter. You draw inspiration from your daughter, and your daughter draws inspiration from you, and yes. you guys just the creative juices are flowing. And, and and real quick before we talk about Valentina, how is it that these songs come about? Like you write them, right? We write them together. Um, we, we just pull from experiences in our life, um, like um, all kinds of different things. Um, you know, heartbreak. <laughs> um, then we have you know, inspirational songs. Um. 
she just came out with a song we wrote together called Autumn Love. We're gonna have releasing okay. the we're gonna be releasing the music video very shortly, um, awesome. probably within a week. And it's a it's a beautiful song about a love that is born in autumn, but like that time is suspended in time, like that'll never be again. But you know the memories of autumn love. You know it's a really pretty song. Amazing. And then we wrote a song called Sexy Man, which is really good. We wrote a song called Sexy Man. <laughs> oh, you were talking about me. Guys, please cut it out. <laughs> and then we wrote some songs like I've written songs in Italian. Um, uh -huh. And uh, we wrote a song like Half in Italian, Half in English. We wrote some ballads. It's just whatever comes, really whatever. I don't know, you know, where it comes from. It yeah. just just lands on us. It's just, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's an organic, it's an organic thing that happens, right? When the creative juices are flowing. And then you you just sort of like you know be start writing. Do you keep yeah, a pad yeah. like a do you keep, keep like some sort of a notepad by the by the by the nightstand or something? We do. Like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely do. I definitely do. Oh, and I wrote a song, you know, because you know my daughter was. I found out I was pregnant two days after my mother had passed away, and so I wrote a beautiful song called "In My Baby's Eyes," and it's about my mother, my daughter. You know, this like almost. You know, like I felt like my mother almost went inside me, and you know, and was reborn. Right. And that's how I, you know, because oh my god, yeah, I do believe in reincarnation and things like that. So, um, and um, so yeah, it was called In My Baby's Eyes, and that's on my first album, which was called Swept Away. And oh, wow. uh, yeah, yeah, so I mean, all, awesome. kinds of, all kinds of things we wrote, but I have one called uh, about vampires, I have one about vampires, and I was just watching TV about vampires, and then Lemonade came on, and um. And so it's like vampires roaming in my mind. Cool lemonade has turned to blood. All that is left are words unsaid. So it's kind of like just I got that from something I was going through watching too. That watching that commercial or a show. Right, watching the commercial and something that was going on personally. So yeah. I just so, so this this song reminds me of like a new wave, almost wavish song, huh? It's kind of like an opera in itself. Like the video, it's about a four or five minute song. You can watch it. It's called Take You Down. It's on YouTube. Take, Take You Down. down. You and we did a great video, I mean, with vampires. And it was uh -huh. really cool. And I did some of the filming in Italy and Bulgaria for the background shots. And it was really cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Do you ever use like, do you ever use drones for your shots? Your aerial um, sitcom, yes. In the sitcom, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for the sitcom you do. So that is great. And then this is Bruna in Beverly Hills, guys. We're going to be looking at that very Thank soon. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, yeah, I can hardly wait. Honestly, I'm really, really thrilled about it and proud of you at the same time, Laura, and your oh, team. Of course. Um, I also wanted to, yeah, let's talk about a little more about Valentina. So sure. how is Valentina now? As I recall, she was like 10 or 11 when I yeah. remember. She's 21. Um, she oh, did, she, yeah, she did a lead in a miniseries um, when she was 10. I had a small part, but she had a lead. I was a woman in the brothel. And it took place during World War II. It was a remake of a Victoria, uh, Victoria Sica um, uh, movie called um, Generali della Rovere, the General of the Rovers or something I think, in English. So, um, so it was a remake and it was a mini series and she played um and she had, uh, she was the lead one of the leads with pier francesco favino who's a very huge actor in italy and amazing actor sure. and then also the guy uh, he was a bulgarian actor um christos christos he was in um uh, the temptation of christ 
He was in. He was Pontius right. Pilate. He was yeah. Pontius Pilate. Oh my God! These, oh. these Bulgarian actors were amazing. I mean, they would literally be working, and they all do theater. They would work till a certain time, and they leave. They have to go rehearsal for the theater. Like that. That was their priority. It was theater was the priority for them, and they were all. Oh, I mean, I was blown away. I couldn't believe how great they were. I bet. Yeah. But she was great because literally she had to. She was you know ten years old, and they're speaking three languages on set, and then they dub it. So she's speaking oh. English. One speaking Bulgarian, another one speaking Italian, and then she had to know when to come in. And she, oh, she never missed a beat. And I'm like, how the heck did she know where to come in? Because it's a different, you know, there's three different languages going on. So, sure. um, yeah, and she had to ride a horse, which, you know, she did a great job. But for me, it was a scary, you know, she had had lessons, but, you know, for a mother, huh. I mean, plus me, I'm always, you know, hyper like that. Well, we're always looking out for our little ones, and she's yes. your only child. Yes, yes. Yeah. So um, I have I have one too. My son's seventeen now. Wow! So, they're always our little babies, no matter what. Of course, what. always, always. So that, but that was an amazing experience. She even said that was the most amazing experience of her life. She had a great tutor on the set. She learned, you know, she learned all about World War II and the dates. And she was like, like she just had a memory, and like people were blown away by it. You know, even in school when she went to school, she knew so much more. Um, so um so she did that and then um always singing and writing songs we did the music video and um, she's done some other um you know short film pro projects independent films and um and now she's been focusing a lot on her music and composing but also the acting and uh, she's just getting better and better she's better she does these instrumentals that wow. some you know they're made for a movie i mean they're just, just beautiful she just has she has like perfect pitch also and she has just a knack to pick up melodies and right. create and remember everything she i mean they're like you know they're like masterpieces and she can remember every single note like without writing it down and doesn't forget right. it. So, i mean it's really a, a talent I, I never had that talent but it's um, but, you, but it comes but it comes from you you yeah. know like it, it, to it totally does you know and 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 i've seen like some of the i was looking through sitting through some of the pictures and stuff yeah and she uh, she's a lot, you know, she looks a lot like you and, and takes after her mom in so many respects. That's mm -hmm. fantastic. I'm happy for what you're doing, you know. I got to tell you, you did, a, you're, you, you did pretty good as a mom, you know. She's uh, a pretty talented student. And um, I was going to say, I was going to ask you for those young girls, young ladies yes. or, or boys, young men that are, you know, probably someone that wants to get involved in the in the industry, what what would be a good advice for them that are listening to um, if they'd like to pursue showbiz? Well, Michael Nury, this actor, um, gave me great advice when I was young. He said, read every, every play you can get your hands on. Read, train, train, read, get yourself ready, feel ready. Basically, get the drama out of your life, too. You need to be laser focused. It's like um, you really need if you have a lot of drama going on in your life, it's hard to be laser focused because that distracts from it. I've learned that. Um, and also, you know, just surround yourself with really good people and work on yourself, believe in yourself. And if that's really what you want to do, don't let anyone convince you that you shouldn't do it. If that's really what you want to do, because there will be a lot of naysayers. <laughs> but, um, you know, <laughs> you got to believe, believe blindly in what you want to do. I, I firmly believe that. I mean, for me, it's a lifetime. I love being creative. That's what I'm going to be doing my whole life, you know? Yeah. So, if, you know, yeah, that's excellent advice, by the way, and thank you for that. I'm I'm writing it down as we're talking, as we speak. Uh, yeah, I mean, I always like you know, to encourage people to encourage people to pursue 
their dreams. Why not? That's their dreams. That that's that's theirs. You shouldn't try to take it away. You know. Sure. I think people try to take it away from me. You know, but I wouldn't let them. Right. You know? Yeah. Because there's always is there's always going to be like you mentioned naysayers and people that didn't you know like they say misery loves company. So some people never made you know they couldn't continue yeah. to do what they want to do. So they try to drag you know younger folks down and give them bad advice to um, right. Them. Right. Um, because they gave up doesn't mean, you know, they're they're projecting like their feelings on you, like, right. you know, so. Right. Everyone has a different journey. It's very important also, right? Right. Exactly. And you got to feel good about yours and, um, you know, care about yourself, take care of yourself. Um, how important is it for Laura, you know, to, um, how important is it for you to read in general and to read? You do a lot of reading. Yeah, just read a book. And what's your favorite book? Oh, God. Oh. Or one of your favorite books. I used books. to read a lot. That, so I, I will tell you, yes. I used to read a lot. I mean, I read sometimes now, not as much as because I've been writing a lot. So, I, I mean, I haven't been reading a lot. I mean, I do miss that. I need to do more of that. But my favorite book was The Red and the Black by Stendhal. Um, okay. I read it in Italian. And I read War and Peace in Italian. That's an amazing piece of literature. I mean, these are amazing pieces of literature um let's see there's, there's there's a lot of other books too i like i'd have to think of them but um those, those stand out in my mind because it just brought me on a like it brings you on a journey you know of history too. it's very historical and do you ever do you ever find that when you're acting and you're playing these different roles you're playing these different characters if you will whether on stage or in film or television do you um do you find that that it's great because it's sort of like a character that, although it mimics something or part of someone you knew, because there's always some character you play that you can see in someone, you play vicariously. Do you find though that it's awesome to be able to play someone else, like, or even a villain or someone even funnier than yes. who you are? Yes, I love playing villains. <laughs> I don't get to do it very much, but I love, <laughs> I want to be a villain. <laughs> I'm always too nice, but I want to be a villain, and I, I do love comedy, too. Um, you know, I've been taking acting class. I just had to take a break because I'm filming Bruna, but I was taking acting class with Vincent Spano, who's had an amazing really? career, and he's a great teacher. I recommend him to anyone. We've, we've been doing it online, Zoom, and it's been really? a tremendous help because a lot of our auditions are like, you know, it's all remote now. It's all it's yeah. all tape. So. You know, by doing it this acting class via Zoom, it really um, gets you ready for the auto tapes. And he's an amazing, you know, amazing teacher. And 90, I, ninety percent of, of it, right? Ninety percent is to actually land the audition, and the rest can happen magically as you go. Well, right, but you have to put the work into it, and just um, like I said, be laser focused and 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 really know the material. Just know the material and. Um, the more you know the material, the better your audition is going to be, I think. Exactly. Yeah. What about, what? well said, what about people that want to be famous? Should they decide to pursue acting and, you know, glitz and glamour to get fame? Or do you think that, you know, obviously you should be in love with the craft? Well, now, though, I know everything's changed with, um, you know, these, you know, YouTubers and Instagram, you can get people get famous for strange reasons. now. So I don't know. It depends what you want to be famous for, because you can do all sorts of things to get famous on YouTube and Instagram, which I'm not that great at. You know, I'm not that. I mean, you know, I'm the social media. I'm OK with it, but not like I don't um, work it. 
like a lot of people do. But so if, you really, me, if you really work that, you can, you know. Yeah. You can so be, let me reframe the, the let me reframe the the question again. Um, you would if you want to be an actor or an actress, um, you have to you better love the craft and do it for the sake of the craft. Yes, nerd is someday well, be successful. Well, I'm old school like that, you know, because that's you know my training. Um, so, but I don't know. It's different for everyone. It's just there's I don't think there's any golden rule, but I really think you have to believe in yourself blindly. Um, to sure. to you know make it but it's not for me it's not all about making it it's the journey it's the creative process it's the journey. I mean, yeah yeah that's what i love and i don't want to you know when you think about being famous it's like you're not really enjoying the journey you're just enjoying getting there you know arriving but you gotta famous, the journey. Yeah. what fame is really a fleeting moment for most of the people you know sometimes you're famous and sometimes you're not at some point you're famous right. sort of Okay. I mean, I've gone up and down, like when I was in the TV show in Italy, you know, we were getting yeah. mauled by people on all the magazines, TV, you know, and then you don't do it for a while and, you know, they forget about you. <laughs> but it's just like I said, for me, it's all about, it's all about doing the work and, you know, um, yeah. enjoying oh, it. Enjoy I, love, it. I love it. I love it. I love everything we're talking about. And I ask you these questions because, you know, there are some listeners that maybe want to know, oh, they're curious to know how Laura Fuino does it. Um, and all that stuff. And yes, I, I, uh, yeah, we're paralleled with our thinking. Um, yes. And being a mom and having her, like, it's great. Cause we, we love doing the same things. So yeah. we support each other in that. We kind of bounce off each other. And, um, so I'm really grateful. Like my daughter, I mean, I would have, she could have done anything she wanted in life. I didn't try to force sure. her, you know, it's up to you. It's your choice yeah. what you're going to do, but she had such a passion for it and had such a talent. You can't ignore that, you know, can deny it. Yeah, definitely. It's so true. Sometimes, you know, you, you, I'd wish like my son would be a lawyer or something else. And who knows, you know, he might, um, he, he shows me on many times, many times like showcases talents without him knowing he could, you know, pretty much mimic any president. Uh, <laughs> That's so cute. Oh my God. And then he's doing exactly what I used to do, but I never tell him that because I want him to pursue something else. <laughs> I tell him, um, you know, when I was growing up, I did the same things you did, Laura, that, you know, we, we'd stage our own productions. Oh, and, uh, oh. and have my, you know, re, as we were regaling stories around the house, I, I used to like to to be funny. And my dad's super funny. Growing up, he if he would have been, he, you know, discovered or whatnot by a comic or somebody, a scout out there, he'd have been on top of the game right now, comedy wiser. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 fantastic to allow our, our children to sort of go in their own in their own uh, journey, and then somehow, some way, their talents begin to rear their heads, and then um, yeah, they end up being superstars. <laughs> you never <laughs> yeah, right. know. You never know. I just wanted to keep a good head on her shoulders, though. And, um, yeah. you know, so. And keep our feet on the ground, right? Always. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. It's, it's awesome. And, 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 and learning, you, you tend to do that. Yeah. Learning. It's an ever, learning is an ever, uh, you know, uh, changing situation. Always learning, always ever evolving. Yeah. And you uh, stop learning, really. I yeah. learned a lot from you, by the way, Laura. So we are very happy to you know, I, there's an expression in Italian that I, I I would say I made it up actually. It's called "chi ha capito, chi ha capito non ha capito niente." If you think you understood, you didn't understand anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, so you don't. You know, you, it was like a joke I would tell. 
but um so it's just you gotta keep learning you can't think you know it you know it all you know yeah well, <laughs> I love it I love it. The cadence, the way it came out, is just, oh, that's really rock and roll. I love it. I, you're gonna have to teach me that at some yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, capito non capito niente. What is it? Capito what? Chi ha capito non ha capito niente. Chi ha capito no ha capito niente. There you go. Oh, yeah. I, I'm getting that. <laughs> you're getting that. <laughs> I have the rest of my life to do it. <laughs> to that's work. This is the work Quite a pleasure. I have to say that um, very few times, you know, I interview a lot of wonderful, great people. And uh, to, I felt like I was just talking to someone, you know, a good friend. And, and that's really what you are. It's what I consider you anyway. Thank you, um, thank you once again. Oh, you know what? Your Instagram handles once again and, and Twitter, whatever you want to uh, let, let the public know where to find you. That's the most important thing. Okay. Um, yeah. It's just my name on Instagram, Laura Fuino. I think mm -hmm. it's on Twitter. I just use that because it makes it simple for people. F-U-I-N-O Google you, right? Google you? Yeah. All the handles are perfect. And we'll be we'll be looking for for Bruna in Beverly Hills shortly and hopefully very soon. Yeah, I can hardly wait to watch it. Thank you. I'm in the midst of editing, so I'm excited, definitely. I am excited for you and for what's to come. All the best to you. Uh, once again, you guys have been listening to Laura Fuino, the great Laura Fuino on Juicy Divas, Confessions of a Limo Driver. That's that's it for tonight. We are all done. We're we're all out of time. Thank you, Laura. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Team, your daughter. I will. Stay connected. Take care. Thank you. I will. Take chatting you too. Bye-bye. Okay. Ciao, ciao.